And I'm Kyra. Today, this episode is going to be short and sweet because as promised, we are going to recap Ahsoka episode three. Thank you so much if you are returning from the other day's episode where we recapped one and two. Um, like I said, short and sweet, we're just going to go right into it. We don't Minimum, have time to waste. Yeah. yeah, no no news, no week, because it's the same ass week, okay? So if you want to know about our week, just listen to it, you know, yeah. a couple days ago, all right? It's really a part two of our last Ahsoka episode, because, you know, technical like, difficulties, we had to just keep going tonight. You know, it's just very, very long, mm-hmm. um, but maximum bands, so yeah. let's go. Let's go, you guys. We are already on episode three of Ahsoka. Episode one and two premiered last week. They really just gave us the best early Christmas present, gave us two episodes a night before it comes out. Right. And it was, like, amazing. It was incredible. Make sure you guys check out our recap about that, because we have a lot of, you know, interesting theories and facts going on around the show, especially if you aren't up to date about Rebels and everything that happened before Ahsoka thus far. Yes, if you like anything about these TV shows, Star Wars or anything, and you like people being dumb while they talk about it, you're going to love this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you guys, episode three of Ahsoka. We start out with um, Ahsoka and Sabine training uh or who yang ahsoka and sabine they're all kind of training together who yang is training with um sabine getting her ready with her you know she's an apprentice now ahsoka's taking her on she really is kind of desperate doesn't have a choice at this point she needs help with getting to thrawn she needs help with defeating whoever the hell is in her path and she really doesn't have any friends she doesn't she's a lone ranger which, yeah, she's the lone ranger. She is. She only befriends droids, which is okay. She's just, which, she's really nerdy. I feel like she should have took Mando on this trip instead of Sabine. Uh, can you imagine? I can. Have little Grogu in the back. Oh my oh god, a little baby Her Grogu. Grogu loved oh my each god, other. they do. I have a fucking magnet of Jedi Ahsoka and Grogu. Jedi. It's so cute. And we're like, obviously in the era of dual people here. You can be a Mandalorian yeah. and you can be a Jedi. Yeah, like, and this is a thing. Exactly. This oh my happening. god, he would be helpful to Sabine. Sabine might, yeah. What I say is, okay, so Sabine is a Mandalorian Jedi mm-hmm. and Grogu is a Jedi Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's straight up like Grogu. It's different, she, but it's the same. Yeah, and she she loves like creatures, you know, she has a loath cat. Mm-hmm. She would obviously take to Grogu. I mean, yeah. he's so fucking cute. You know, that cat would be so annoyed by Grogu because you know he would just fuck with it all the time. Oh, though. totally. I just wonder how that relationship would pan it's out. Kind of funny. I would love to see how they would script that out because I could see, I could see them actually becoming friends. Yeah, maybe him like riding the loath cat or something. Can you around, imagine? Like, little, it'd be so cute. Going to catch all the frogs for him. Yeah. But then they would have to come up with like an alliance because normally he's not very good with little animals. Yeah. I think the low cat and him would be a good balance. It would be like a cat and dog getting along, you know? I think it'd be cuter if they were, like, friends and he wasn't just torturing it. Yeah. They should, that's, like, such a cute marketing idea. Disney could make freaking hundreds of thousands of dollars Or, like, that. remember that cartoon where there was, like, that big dog and he would always, like, save the baby? Yeah. I feel like it'd be something like that where the loath cat is always like, oh my god, yeah. what is Grogu like, doing? I have to go save him. Literally, just like his little elder. I would love it. Um. So, Hu Yang is training Sabine. He's the whole time because he doesn't want to do this 
And it's very, like, samurai martial arts, like, inspired, which I think is really, really cool because it's true to Jedi roots, which George Lucas was obviously very inspired by all of that with the Jedi. Ahsoka tells yeah, her... Yeah, Ahsoka tells her, you, it's not only your physical body. Like, you have to use your mind. She gets out that mask where she can't see anything, and she starts training her mind, saying, oh, listen to my voice. Like, here I am, blah, blah, blah. Sabine obviously yeah. sucks at it. Why does that helmet even exist if you can't see through it? What is the helmet for? It's like, for... Like, why was it created? Um, so it's like those use, Kanye sunglasses. It's like, yeah. Stunner stage. Um, well, it, it's like when Luke was training with Obi-Wan and he had that and he was hitting, like, the little balls. With, like, mm-hmm. You know, younglings do that all the time. So it's just using the force and using sound instead of your eyes. Because sometimes you can't see everything, you know? Got it. So it's an old Jedi it's helmet. old Jedi trick. And then we do um, end up talking about the force and everything because Sabine is like, this shit isn't working. Like, I'm not... I'm not good at this. And Ahsoka's like... Every person, everybody has a little bit of the force. It's just how mm-hmm. much you want to train it. It's how much you want to exercise it, how much you believe in it, how much you manifest in it. Basically, they're confirming manifestation is real. This is cool, though, because George Lucas has also come out and said that every sentient being has the force. Obviously, there's some situations where it's stronger with one, like Anakin and people like that. But some other people have to really work hard. Obi-Wan is one of those people. Obi-Wan was never super high in midi-chlorians. He was never crazy strong with the Force, but because of his discipline and his truth and how hard he worked for what was good, he ended up becoming one of the most powerful Jedi. Right. So it's kind of just living a life of discipline. Um, so, you know, they keep on doing their training thing, and we go to Hera, which this part, this scene was so awesome. Hera meets with the New Republic officials, and we see Mon Mothma, which was really, really cool. Yeah, it was nice to see It was see awesome. Her. I was like, damn, we know her. Genevieve Riley from Andor. I was like, oh, everything worked out. I'm so happy. I was like, oh, yes. Because <laughs> last time it was a little It was iffy. a little shaky. Um, and Hera basically tells them, hey, like, there's all these old Imperial workers that are still working now for the New Republic. Like, how can we trust them? Like, they're not loyal to the New Republic. Here's what happened when me and Ahsoka discovered that. And all these officials seemed really sketchy to me. They're like, "Mm, are you sure? Like that, I don't know if that's true. Like you just want to find Ezra on Thrawn. Like you just want to find like your little friend. That was so like anti-feminist of them. I feel like like it was something that like a man says to like a woman. Right. You don't want to save the world. You just want to find your boyfriend. And it's like, bro, like straight up, like do you know who you're talking to right now? Like Mm -hmm. she's a general... She And she's like, none of you have clearly ever been involved in war. You were not involved in any of this. She, Hera lost her husband. She lost Kanan, you know, the father of her child. Like, she lost so much. Her parents she lost in the Clone Wars. Like, there's just so much, or post-Clone Wars. Like, there's so much that has happened to her up to this point. And I really hope they dive into her story a little bit more. And the fact that they just blatantly disrespected her like that when she has done so much for the New Republic is disgusting. And you could tell Mon Mothma was like, what the fuck? This guy sucks. Yeah. And Mon Mothma's used to this, though, because in Andor, she was around hidden Imperials all right. the fucking time. She can sniff out a rat. You know what she I'm saying? She was a hidden rebel the entire yeah. time, though. God, I love her so much. Also. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really change for the rich, which is like something that was that's explored in like all of, not, maybe not all of the movies, but it was explored in like uh, 789 when yeah. they went to the casino and they were like, no, nothing changes when you're rich. Yeah. And then it was like the same for the... Uh, the chancellor and the senators, it was like, 
No, nothing changes when you're rich. Like, yeah. if we've, yeah. Like, I just, just went waited the other way. For, right. So there was an empire, and now it's... Oh, yeah, they're done. They're all dead. Yeah. They're not going to do anything. And it's like, his stance never changed. He was just like, okay, I'm just going to roll with the punches. I still have this mansion, right? Right. So somebody feeding me grapes all day? Yeah, it was, cool. it was definitely bad vibes. Some of them, I feel like, are definitely on the Imperial side. They're just hiding in there. And they're like, what are you talking about? They're trying to... You know, make her seem less than like she's fucking confused. And it's like, again, do you know who you're talking to, bro? Uh-huh. Clearly you don't. Um, and then the next scene, we see Jason Sindula. So cute. It's Hera and Kanan's son. Cute little green-haired boy. He was with Chopper. Chopper was babysitting him. If you guys don't know about Kanan Jarrus, he actually was a Jedi who survived Order 66. He was apprentice at the time. If you watch The Bad Batch, you actually get to see him a little bit. He's on escape. Yeah, he's in Rebels. Um, he actually trained Sabine with the Dark Saber during Rebels, and he trained Ezra. Kanan died in Rebels. So plot twist, spoiler alert. Really, really sad shit. Man, I hope we get a flashback of him, honestly, because he was just a good dude. He was a good dude, and he was just that father figure for a lot of people. And he went into hiding too, you know? Um to survive after Order 66. So it's just a really incredible story, and it was really, really cool that they sewed Jason Sindula. You kind of had to. And, you know, he hints he wants to be a Jedi. Yeah. So we got we got the future going here. Like, is he going to become BFFs with Ben Solo or what? Like, is he going to send him over to the training academy? Maybe. I hope so. Um, so let me go back to Ahsoka and Sabine. Sabine is really frustrated about the Force. It's not working out for her. And Ahsoka's so sassy and so true. She's like, well, talent is a major factor. <laughs> I was like, damn, Ahsoka, you're so funny. And um, They just be roasting Sabine's ass, and I love it. It's I'm so funny. They're it. putting her in her place. Because she is like just very like annoying annoying and like full of herself a lot i really do love her character but like giving ahsoka season one yeah it's gonna (laughs) get and ahsoka has to see that you know and like that's one of the things i love you know the conversations ahsoka's had with hu yang you know like she's stubborn you know and hu yang's like she's basically like you and ahsoka's telling hu yang like she doesn't have to become a jedi like ahsoka doesn't even consider herself a jedi in some reasons because she walked away from the order they betrayed her so I think that's really, really cool because there's a different level of a Jedi you could become or a warrior, fighter, etc. You know, she really is a Mandalorian, has all that going for her. Sabine. But, um, you know, back to that point, I mean, there are a few Mandalorians who have been Jedi in the past. We have the original Tarth. But it's very rare. It's very rare. We, we did see it's one. It's like a Wookiee becoming a Jedi. Yeah. We did see one in uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. His name was Tar Vizsla. He was the first one. He created the Darksaber. We do see in Rebels that Sabine's dad actually takes her mm-hmm. to a lot of these Mandalorian Jedi statues and kind of like almost predicts like, hey, this could be your future. Like, don't yeah. think that you're not, you can't be one of them or you can't be both, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And like, obviously Ahsoka is still like salty about the Jedi. She's like, they fucking framed me, dude. Like, Hu Yang, relax. Like, I know you're like so by the code, living by the code here. Like, you're literally a droid, but... They suck sometimes, you know? They were committing hate crimes and killing people, and, like, they framed me for it, and it sucked. So uh, Sabine, during this, is trying to move this little cup on, like, the table, which I feel like every kid who loves Star oh, yeah, Wars trying to do. Oh, yeah, because Ahsoka moved it so easily. Yeah, she's, like, she's just like, um, Sabine's yeah, like, it's mine. I'm literally trying to do it right now. I liked you know, how like, she just, like, drank it. She was like, 
and then like put it back and then yeah. Ahsoka was like do that bitch like flipped her right her tendril her tendril flips tendril needs to be on a shirt um so then they arrive they arrive to the tracker location of where Hera and Chopper put that tracker on Shinhati's ship we see Morgan Elsbeth huge ship and we see this hyperspace huge docking ring um which is obviously going to be used to get to Thrawn and we see some fighter Imperials start to fire at Ahsoka's ship they're obviously Elsbeth she's like get her she wants to kill her Ahsoka um, basically realizes now she, it's not a teaching moment. She has to work with Sabine, which I think, again, Ahsoka is not a full Jedi like she is, but she does her own thing. She has to work with Sabine to survive this because Sabine has those Mandalorian, you know, like qualities about her where she can survive a lot of these things. She's a very good pilot. She can shoot a lot of people on she a ship. She knows how to wield a weapon. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. And it, it was giving a very, like, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker in action on the Falcon back in the day, you know. I really like this moment. And then Ahsoka is like, wait, I'll be back. Because shit's starting to hit the fan. Hu Yang goes into, like, overdrive. He just fizzes out. Mm-hmm. And she gets her spacesuit on. And I was like, what? What a well-fitting spacesuit also. It was also. so great. I'm Such like, what a is? color. I'm like, let's go blue and white. Um, and it was so It was giving cool. that outfit in Barbie, which was the best one I felt like Margot Robbie wore during the Barbie movies. Yeah. And she, like, has flat feet or whatever. She's wearing, yeah. like, the blue yes. and white outfit. I was like, that's the cutest it's one. It's so cute. Like, I hope somebody does that for Halloween. Um, and so it was just so cool. And she goes out on the ship, so they shoot at her instead and focus on her. It was absolutely so badass i really really like that they did this because we've seen it no fear she has no fear she's so in tune with the force and the like she's just not afraid of anything and that was like a game-changing scene for anybody who's been watching this show and maybe wasn't so impressed so far yeah that was the scene that kind of like changed everything it was like because I already knew Ahsoka was a badass, but I hadn't really seen it. Yeah. Um, outside of her fighting droids, and that's, like, not that fun. Right. You know, we fight droids all the time. Right. You know, I have to fight one just to get to the train every morning, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I wasn't that impressed, but then the fucking jumping out of a spaceship and flying into space and bopping around, like, swiping ship lasers with yeah. your with your lightsaber incredible yeah it was it was amazing um and so then they end up taking cover they get away on this planet Cetus, which just looks like a fall planet it's really beautiful there's like red leaves everywhere and we see the purgles the purgles that look like these big kind of like whales yes and they're so cute yes they're adorable and if you guys remember if you watch rebels if you didn't they um travel into hyperspace like very easily and they were around they actually were with Thrawn and Ezra when they were thrown into hyperspace into a different galaxy. So things are starting to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously they they land a little bit. They too they uh, you know Hu Yang comes back on. They turn him back on. He's okay. He's like, damn, okay. Obviously that's a hyperdrive being built. And it's like we obviously knew that already. Like, yeah. thank you, Captain Obvious. Um, then we see Balon. Balon is actually on this same planet. As soon as they land, we go to Balon. Balon feels it. He's like, oh shit. She's here. To me, here's my next point. He looks very full of conflict. There's like a, a silent point where he's like looking and you could tell he feels it. And he's like, oh, like I have to send the mm-hmm. droids to go get her. It's like, damn it. At least the droids won't be able to kill her. Like he knows Ahsoka's going to be able to take on anyone. Yeah. You could just see in his face. He's like, I don't want to fight her. Right. I don't want to get to this point. And I think we have to remember 
Plo Koon was his master. He trained him. This Plo Koon guy was, he found Ahsoka as a child. Like, there's some type of relativity going on here where he knows who she is, whether she doesn't know him because he was too old or he wasn't around. Or he wasn't hot enough. Yes. Like, he, I feel he like. He knows her and he's known who she knows is. knows her. You the don't whole just time. not know Ahsoka when you're in the right. Jedi Order back in and the day. And he was definitely alive, probably maybe even already apprenticing yeah. under Plo Koon when yes, she was found. He, so he could have been like right there was. in the shadows. He was. He was apprenticing with Plo Koon or he was just becoming a Jedi. And I feel like because of that, you know, because, you know, when you're an apprentice, you have a master. They're like your second father. Like, you look up to them. You As as a kid, if you are one with the Force, high with midichlorians, the Jedi kind of, like, go and look for you as a kid. Yeah. They grab you out, and then you're given this teacher who's basically going to become, like, your father. And obviously, you look up to them. Like, they're you're everything, you know? And no, it's like, okay, I don't know why I'm, like, making this distinction, yeah. but... It's like when you get in trouble as, like, a teen, yeah. and then you're, like, around these adults, and then one of the adults was like, wait, I babysat you. Yeah. And then it's like, no, you're free to go. Yeah. Like, just get out of here, yeah. kid. Yeah. It's like, like one of those things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Your babysitter's going to let you go. I feel like he's having, like, babysitter, like, I Vibe. can't do like, that's my li- That's, like, his distant little sister, almost, right. you know? And... It's, like I knew you when you were a kid. Yes. I can't. I can't think of you in any way other than like. Because sometimes when you know someone when they're little and you don't see them for a long time, you're like, oh my god, I just only think of right. you as like as this a kid, little, yes. little baby. And I think that's such an important factor in this whole theory that Balon is going to be redeemed. Something is going to hit the fan, and I just I don't think he has it in him to kill Ahsoka. Or fire, he's going to die. Like, Ahsoka's going to defeat him, I think. Because there's just no way. I don't, He's too torn. And also, he yields an orange lightsaber, which is the same one Plo Koon trained him with. He had an orange lightsaber as well. Like, it's very much orange and not red, you mm-hmm. know? Like, there's a choice in that. Um, there's just so much going on with that. I really, really like Balon's character. I want to know more about him. I want to, like, go to the archives and see him with Plo Koon. And I just, I feel like he was just in the shadows in the council when Ahsoka was found, you know? And, like, there's so much. But there's so much lore for Star Wars. So much it's lore. It's all so interesting. And Plo Koon, may I add, we obviously know Dave Filoni is Ahsoka's favorite character. But Plo Koon is his other favorite character, and if we know anything about Dave Filoni, he's going to include those fan favorites. And Plo Koon is a fan favorite. He's absolutely amazing. He was in Clone Wars and Rebels as well. And he was a really good guy, you know. And he obviously found Ahsoka. So that's like, you know, big ups to him for that. Yes. Yeah. He knew. He knew. Um, that's how this episode ends, though, you guys. And it was kind of short and sweet, just like this episode we're recording. It was only like 30-something minutes, which... Not going to lie, I was kind of mad. I'm like, damn it, I want like a 50-something up. Everyone should be like over 50 minutes, you know? Like, come on, I don't even care if parts are like a little slow or boring. Like, I just, it's just so cool to finally be in this moment where Ahsoka has her own show. And it's like, oh, I just, I can't stop watching, especially now because this is after Return of the Jedi. So many of our favorite, like, fan favorite characters as a kid are alive right now. Like, Luke Skywalker's out there. Princess Leia's out there, you know, like Han Solo's out there, Lando's out there, like everybody is existing at this time and trying to, you know, get the New Republic to do its thing. And we know they're going to for a while, but we know 
shit's gonna hit the fan as well eventually because the emperor never fucking dies. Um, yeah. But it is <laughs> the emperor never. He never dies. He comes back. Um, but uh, somehow Palpatine returned. Do you have any uh, predictions for the rest of the season? Like, who would you want to see in this show? Well, I know that we are going to see Hayden Christensen. Oh my god. Um, I think that was said. Yeah. He's on IMDb too. Confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. Let's go. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out because yeah. I feel like I don't know if it's going to be like a flashback or if she's going to be talking to his Force ghost. Because True. I was thinking, you I'll know, cry. she's so powerful, such an amazing Jedi, but she was never taught to interact with Force ghosts. That's right. a really hard power. Oh, Even totally. Obi-Wan Kenobi couldn't do it until the end of his series. Like, right. he was never able right. to talk to ghosts, and that was, like, always, like, a thing that was, like, mentioned. I think he mentioned it earlier in that series. Yeah. Like, he can't do that. Right. And then all of a sudden, Qui-Gon Jinn shows up, and he's like, whoa, I'm finally, like, I can do this. Yeah, because remember, Yoda hinted to him. He's like, hey, I I found a way for you to talk to your old master. Yeah. And Yoda was the only person that could teach that at that point. Nobody's really talked about it, but... That's insane. I mean, I didn't even think... I I, feel like she's going to be able to figure it out because she is so talented, so powerful. She's Yoda-level Jedi. She is. She could do it. So I'm like just wondering... That's what I'm most excited about is to find out because I know that he's in it, but I want to know in what way he's going to be presented, if it's a flashback or if it's a Force ghost. Because I want her to talk to the Force ghost so bad. Oh my God. And you know like the new Return of the Jedi like extended series that they've edited, it's Hayden Christensen as a Force ghost. I can't take that. I think that's why I haven't let myself think of that because that's gonna be so cool. Cause it'll yeah. be like it'll be, it'll be the Anakin she knows. It won't be. Oh my god! It will be like Vader. That'll be so cool. Yeah. Uh What wow. about you? What about what's your okay? So like hope. My only hope. Um, I'm really excited about Hayden Christensen's return. I'm just so glad that people are like giving him another chance at this Star Wars stuff because he's so talented. Yeah, he's so not busy. Now he's busy. Now he's all over the world. But I, um, I'm, re- I'm so excited to see Hayden Christensen. I think him and Ahsoka's relationship is one of my favorite Master Apprentice relationship ever in Star Wars. Oh, it was so good because the- it felt yeah. like so even. Like it felt like yeah. brother sister, but like it was so even. And at the beginning, he was like, "I can't deal with this," and then she was like. He just loved her so much. It was beautiful. It was, it was, it was. The love that grew between them was so beautiful. And then, like, him watching Clone Wars and watching him break after Ahsoka leaves, because that was his snapping point. Oh, yeah. He snapped. That led up to everything. For sure. Um, Breaking point. And then his split just kept. He just kept (laughs) going. His stick just kept splitting. Splitting, <laughs> splitting until he was no longer one yeah. of the good side of the force. I'm definitely excited to see Hayden Christensen. That's number one. <laughs> okay, I just want to bring it up. Remember that episode in Clone Wars where he finds like that old man who's like in char- charge of the force. Yeah. And he has like a son who's in yeah. charge of the evil side and a daughter that's in charge of the good. Yeah. And then that's how like the the evil son gets out and like kills the good one, and so he takes Ahsoka. And then he was like. You can, you know, stay here and balance the force, um, or like you can have Ahsoka back. And he's like, "Give me Ahsoka back." Yeah, he's like, like "I'm what? fucking leaving you." He's Fuck like, "I don't know who you are." Yeah. He's like, "I don't care about the galaxy and the yeah. universe. I care about Ahsoka and having her with me." I love and that. I was like, "That's such a bad 
that's the wrong choice. Totally. But it's like such an Anakin choice. Because he loved. He loved. That was Anakin Sanpal, which is the saddest thing about that it. He, he was manipulated by his love for people. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad because he was coming from a good place, but it was manipulated against him. Right. He was so fucking manipulated. And it sucks because he was so young and he had nobody. A lot of these younglings have nobody. They're just alone with all these people. Right. And he already had that taste of, like, love and family and whatever. He just knew so much before. He was such an old soul going in. He had to do what he had to do. And obviously when he meets somebody he loves, he's going to grasp onto them. Like, there's nothing, you know? Which is why Yoda gave him Ahsoka as an apprentice, because he knew he needed that. But definitely excited to see Hayden Christensen. I think we're going to see Luke building the Jedi Training Academy at some point, which is... And then I would fucking love to see Din. I would love to oh, see yeah. Mando. Din and Grogu. I want to see Han Solo. I just want to see everyone. You want to see everyone. <laughs> just fuck it up, Dave Filoni. Like, give us everything. Make this the best Star Wars show ever. Like, don't hold back. And he doesn't have to go back. He's Dave Filoni, you know? So, but I definitely, I really am excited to see uh, maybe a young Ben Solo. With Jason, Little if they go baby train, Ben, that'd I'll be piss my pants. Up. Straight up, they were there was a lot of quotes coming back about uh, Adam Driver talking about how he wouldn't be against returning to Star Wars. I love and, that. And uh, that's just me on the floor. Like I don't even care about the Reed Richards so failure happy. at this point. Yeah, just if I have the Reed Richards failure, failure. Yeah. such a failure. Give Literally. him all the money you have, Marvel. They're so all dumb. The money He's the only have. person that isn't canceled yet, like in the world. So, fuck. Um, no, they want to find another wife abuser to cast. Yeah, they're like, we have to find the perfect guy to cancel in two years so we can cut his contract and not spend as much money. Yeah. Straight up. Fuck. Marvel. I guess Marvel and Disney are the same anyway. They, like, ruined... Is Marvel over? I'm so scared. I feel like Marvel's over. I think it is. Yeah. I think DC is... It ran its course. It's DC's really DC's making a comeback, and Marvel just can't get its footing back. Every dog has their day. You know, stop, stop hiring men. I told y'all, just stop hiring men. <laughs> and the they really did. Over. They listened because this Ahsoka show is stacked with it's women. It's all women. <laughs> it's all badass women. And it's so cool to finally see. It took so fucking long to get to this point, And literally, That's the how only... I know, Dave, if you're listening. <laughs> the only people that ever saved the galaxy were women. Straight up. Yeah. It was all, it all had to do with women or a woman influence. I mean, Princess Leia jump-started everything in the originals. Ahsoka now, Hera with the ghost crew. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mon Mothma. Jin. Who? Jin Erso. Jin Erso. Literally everything has been jump-started by a woman's first move. Straight up. And now Ahsoka gonna end it. She ain't just beginning it. She's gonna start, mill, and she's gonna finish, okay? Because that's Ahsoka. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, we're going to try to do these weekly and yes. get you all of the Ahsoka content that you need and love. And we appreciate you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye.